Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, sci-fi universes we want to live in, with Ed Greer and Ron Swallow. Hey everybody, welcome to ListCast. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. How's everybody doing today? What's up, Adam? This is exciting. Well, yeah, I mean, this one, this one's a good one. We're going to have uh, some interesting uh, reasonings behind these picks, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I think there's going to be a lot of ca- caveats to yeah. them as well. Yeah, yeah. We we made the rules pretty loose for this one. We're just... <laughs> I, I think you'd have to. Oh, yeah, you have to. That's uh, Ed Greer and Ron Swallow. Hi, how's it going? They've both been on the podcast a bunch of times. Yeah. And you both host a podcast. Tell people about that quick before oh, yeah. we get started. Yeah, well, you know, Nerd Goat, that's our podcast, and Nerd. we just have interesting people. Yeah. Nerd greatest of all time. Yeah. People come on and talk about right. You talked about James Bond. I uh, did. We just had, uh, we're going to have Jackie Cation at the beginning of this year of uh, January, coming up 2018, mm-hmm. talk about Tarzan. Wow. Um, yeah. That's an interesting pick. Yeah that's, yeah. that's what's been so fun is the picks yeah. we're getting are super interesting. Yeah. So we had, you know, somebody did Booster Gold. <laughs> I don't like, even know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for some of the people that we're doing that are kind of so called obscure, when people have so much passion about it, that's what makes it so interesting. Sure. Absolutely. Thanks, yeah. Chris L. That note sense. is pretty great. You're right. It is. It is great. So we're talking about sci-fi universes we would most want to live in today. Just for anyone who's never listened before, let's go through the rules quick. We each brought five picks for which sci-fi universe we would want to live in. And we're each going to go through our picks one at a time, explain why we picked it, why we'd want to live there, why we think it belongs on the list, mm-hmm. whatever. That'll take us to a list of 15. That's a whole fucking lot. So then we take turns cutting two from the list. That'll bring us down to a list of nine. Then the audience gets to do do the save. They get to save one. What word should we have them comment to to do the save? Um, Goat. Sure, goat. Yeah, the goat will be fine. Big Meek got it. Big Meek in again. Damn. He is fast. <laughs> Big Meek is doing our save. Homerostasis second if Big Meek shall perish during this recording. Don't die, Big Meek. Don't <laughs> die. We need you to save a pick, but also uh, we need you to not vote in 2020 because you voted for Trump. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Hey, it takes all kinds. Well, he probably exactly. learned his lesson anyways. <laughs> no. No? Man, oh, okay. Not at all. All right, so let's get started. Who wants to go first? Ed does. All right, fine. I'll go first. So these are sci-fi universes, but mine are very... Uh, I don't know. I was really loose with mine. So I'll, I'll do one of the looser ones first. Sure. You know what I mean? All right, first one I would use is G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Because it, it's definitely a sci-fi universe because they're shooting fucking laser guns at each other. Yeah, True. Right? That's a good argument. And uh, instead of the army, there's just a bunch of assholes with gimmicks, like yeah. a bunch of pro wrestlers <laughs> <laughs> kicking it in a bunker. And nobody ever dies. Yeah, and no one ever dies. You can shoot down 100 planes, there's 100 parachutes. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, uh, and also they have uh, robots. They have robot soldiers that they fight. Oh, yeah, they did. That's sci-fi as fuck right That's there. That's sci-fi as fuck. They, yeah. they, they cloned a leader, Sepentor, out of the DNA of fallen dictators like uh, Genghis Khan and uh, shit like that. Why'd they do okay. that? 
I, I, if I was Cobra Commander, I would shoot everybody in the head that proposed that plan. Yeah, I'd bring dinosaurs back before I'd bring Genghis Khan back. Yeah, no, that guy was scary. I feel like we'd have a better chance of surviving the dinosaurs. And he was a Mac Daddy, right? I mean, yeah, obviously Mackin back then literally was a little all four. Yeah. All three of us right now are probably yeah. a little bit related to Genghis Khan. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, a little bit. So, uh, okay, so now you've made an argument of why it's sci-fi. Why did you choose uh, that to live in the G.I. Joe world? Because... I think it goes back to the point we just made. If I was going to be a soldier, I'd want to be a soldier in some gimmick army where nobody died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know All what right. I mean? <laughs> You know, if I'm picking a sci-fi world to live in, I could conceivably get good enough at nunchucks or, or, <laughs> or you know, spelunking or whatever to be a, to have that be my gimmick to be a J.I. Joe soldier. You could be soldier. radar. Yeah. You yeah. just be the guy who does radar. Dude, they had a medic. Yeah. They had a was fucking Was there a medic. single G.I. Joe that had, like, more than one talent? I don't think so. I mean, just I guess know. the leader guy. What was the leader guy's now, name? Duke's ta- Duke or Flint. Both of their their talent was to be the white guy we were supposed yeah. to identify with. Oh, that yeah. was their the handsome talent. white guy was his. Yeah, that was their talent. His main role. Because even like Scarlet, like through like uh, Lady J threw javelins and shit, and uh, Scarlet had a crossbow and and a bunch of shit like that. So like they had they had everybody yeah, yeah. had a gimmick. But anyway, the bottom line is so that's why I would want to live in that world. And terrorism is just a bunch of dudes with goofy masks on trying to, you know, yeah. pull stunts. It isn't this horror that we live in right now. So, yeah, if I was going to live in a hor- in a sci-fi world, All right. I'd like to yeah. be a G.I. Joe. Terrorism is just a learning opportunity in the G.I. Joe <laughs> universe. Yeah. You just come out the other end with some knowledge. Yeah. yeah. It's hey, really great. It's half and, the battle. And a little bit afraid of snakes. Yeah, a little well, bit. Well, sure. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. Ron, um, what's your uh, first pick? I, this is going to be one of those ones with a, ca- with, a, with a slight caveat, which is the Matrix, but it has to be where I am pretty powerful. Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I don't want to be in the, the Matrix, and then uh, the agent just punches me, and then I'm dead. I, I want to be able to, oh. like, at least last. I, I, ne- obviously, being Neo would be the ideal. And by the way, uh, if I was Neo, those two movies, the two sequels, would have gone way differently because... Basically, people would have started to mess with me, and I would have wrapped them up in buildings and made them disappear. <laughs> well, you know. Because if you're the one, you can control the fucking Matrix and your mm. ideas to keep punching them. No, not Ron Swallow. And see, I almost picked the Matrix, but I want that version where we're all just in the fucking cocoons getting the life force sucked out of us. Because <laughs> that, then yeah, we're, that, just, we're that's just the chilling, part I don't want to be part of. No, that's, that's well, actually, it is as long as it's a dream. We're just relaxing, yeah. maxing, oh, yeah. and relaxing. Yeah, in the yeah, Matrix. Not doing anything, getting fed intravenously. Yeah. I don't yep. even have to cook. It's a good point. Uh, sponsored by Duracell. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the future. Energizer future. <laughs> so the Matrix. That's a good pick. What do I want to go with first? Mm. You know what? I bring this movie up every time we talk anything sci-fi or post-apocalypse, so I might as well just get it out of the way right now. I'm going to go with Snowpiercer because I just like I just like the concept. I like trains, for one thing. <laughs> I used to go to Albuquerque all the time on all the right. train. I'd all right, sh- Sheldon. Shack up, get a little, little train wine. I, I, that was the life. So, uh, so this hobo dream... That's weird. Yeah, I don't look. It, it's Snowpier- in, Snowpiercer is a shit world. It's in terms of awful worlds. You're just on a train, oh, so yeah, it's not. It's not that fucking. It. It's not like aren't like you eating like soil protected green and from stuff, the elements? Though? You're eating bugs. Yeah, Ed, bugs. and that's what the future is. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the movie when the guy realizes they're eating bugs and he vomits like ten minutes after giving a monologue about how he used to eat babies. 
It's like yeah. mm, bugs are a step up from that, pal. You're I, you not know, eating I mean, babe, babies anymore. Once they started introducing cricket flour, it's 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 only a st- it's only a step to the death train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I want I want to be in that middle train on Snowpiercer. I don't no, want to be in the back. I know what you're saying. Here. Yeah. I don't want to be in the front with all the people. Like I with want the responsibility. Yeah. When the uprising comes, I want to be in the middle and just go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's do it. But yeah, up yeah. until then, I'm just like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. I'll yeah. co-sign your revolution. Yeah. Now that you're knocking at my door. <laughs> yeah. Since you're passing through. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't. I can't get behind Storm- Snowpiercer because, like, <laughs> uh, dude, uh, your best chance is to maybe one day crash the fucking train and stumble out into the cold and die. Yeah. <laughs> that <sucks>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we already know which one we're cutting. <laughs> I <think laughs> Although I will say, fucking amazing movie. Uh, I, it, I love Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer. It's a great movie. It's yeah. very well made. So, absolutely. All right, Ed, what's your next pick? Here's one. I think that'll be fairly popular for all the wrong reasons. Rick and Morty. And obviously, Rick and Morty. I would want to be either Rick or Morty or Summer. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be Jerry. I would not want to be any of the characters that are uh, routinely fucked by those adventures. And, and, and I'd probably, I'd obviously be Morty. I worry about everything. I, I'm drain on parties, <laughs> you know, like uh, it would be I'd be that. But at least I would get to see like, you know, so many different things that have to erase my memory as they did in a Rick and Morty episode. You know, he's seen so many mind blowing things yeah. that they had to erase his memory just for him to function and not have constant PTSD from all these interdimensional adventures and stuff. Yeah. But that's my idea of fun, you know, because, again, Morty always lives. You know, if I'm going to live in a fictional universe, I'm going to always live because I'm a main character. And even if I do have to go some trials and tribulations, I, I'll, you know, I'll have some adventures. To, yeah. You know, just so many adventures. They have to clear the fucking storage. <laughs> yep. That's clear the cash. That's a good pick. I still haven't watched. Uh, I've only still watched the first season of Rick and Morty. Yeah. I've only finished the first season, too. Yeah. It's good, though. Yeah. Hey, well, when you it's get to, when you get to binge it, you're just going to have a great time. It's like like Walking Dead. Now, a quick sidebar: I can't fuck with Walking Dead now that it's like serialized. I'm, I'm all the way caught up, and it's like coming out every week. Fuck Walking Dead. I can't watch a bunch of people starve and then watch a Twix commercial and then watch a bunch of people starve again. It like takes me out of the whole thing. On Netflix, I watched like five seasons in two minutes. Yeah, and it was and it was immersive. I was going outside at like four o'clock in the morning looking for zombies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's like playing GTA for twenty four hours. You know what I'm saying? You start you start testing car doors. <laughs> you know, so I, that it's a whole different experience when you stream it. So when you stream Rick and Morty, you're gonna be in that world. It's gonna be so yeah. good for you. It's gonna be dope. I'll check it out. All right, Ron, what's your next pick? This is one another caveat. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, Never heard. What is, what is Star <laughs> Wars? It's this place where they're in stars. Uh, nerd! And there's wars. <laughs> the stars are fighting? Yeah. Like Kardashians versus... So there's Jedis. Oh. Um, and Yoda. I, I would want to be... Uh, like, see... Part of me at first was thinking, well, of course I want to be a Jedi because I want to be able to survive in a fucking madhouse world. But... There's a part of it that also thinks I would want to be like a pretty wealthy but not super wealthy businessman on Coruscant, <laughs> or I'm yeah. just chilling in the city. All the food is just like zoomed in, like taken care of, and I just chill out and hope that uh, the Empire doesn't decide to blow up my city uh, to show planet, off their my yeah, city planet. Yeah, to show off their super weapon. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I could get behind that. I'd I, still also love to be a Jedi, obviously, because yeah. I am a nerd, and every nerd wants to be a Jedi. Yeah, I don't know enough about Star Wars to get most of those references. I mean, I know what a Jedi is. 
I got that's that. That's interesting. <laughs> How come you've never watched Star Wars? I have watched Star Wars. I just I've watched all of those movies like once or twice. That's and enough. I take them in and I go, it's a good movie. And then I just I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't follow the universe. I literally I just watched it. I don't read again the books. I watched the, the the original trilogy just recently. Books, fucking books. I've read all the I've read all the books. <laughs> this guy, this guy, books. Well, I mean, Star Wars is just so ubiquitous at this point. It's yeah. just like you know. So uh, I, I think I think I'd like to be anybody. I'd like to be somebody. I think I'd like to be Yoda. But at the same time, I wouldn't like to be Yoda because, like, you, you don't know, want to live in a fucking swamp. You're in a swamp, yeah, thinking about gross. that time you lost a fight t- thirty years ago yeah. and, and how it aged your homie Obi 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 One Kenobi like yeah. seventy years and killed Mace Windu. Yeah. So yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't. All wanna, that stuff. I, I wouldn't want. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to live. I wouldn't want to live in Star Wars at all. I gotta say, yeah, I, I would. I, if I have a vote, I'm gonna vote that one out. I wouldn't want to be that at all because you're not gonna get to be a Jedi. There's like four of them. Hey, don't. <laughs> Don't fucking crush my dreams, bro. Yeah, why would you do that? You don't have well, maybe I could be a smuggler and fly a plane real well. I do that. I I do really well in the fucking yeah. Star Wars Battlefront. So you could shoot people under tables. How noble! I I don't. I don't I'm gonna shoot think. you under the table, I don't, bitch. I don't. I don't I'm getting it. Anybody want to be a new co-host for Nerd Goat? It's about to die. I'm just not a big Han Solo fan. People suck Han Solo's dick so hard. No, I see that point too. Like Han Solo, <laughs> Han Solo is he's kind of a shithead. <laughs> I mean, if you, you're like, who's your favorite character? Oh, this guy who murders a guy, like, right in the first few minutes of a movie? Yeah, and, then, and, then, he, and then he smuggles shit. And yeah, then he's constantly, he smuggles heroin. And, yeah, he's constantly fucking people over. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> yeah, character. Yeah, that's my favorite character. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Star Wars. That's a good pick. For my next pick, I don't know how many people remember this movie or book, but you should. It's called Logan's Run. It's, uh... And I'm going to do... <laughs> I got two picks back-to-back that are kind of... You're going you're gonna to sense a theme running through the, the rest of my picks here. A uh, horrible least, dystopian future. At least, <laughs> at least the next three. And here's the thing. Logan's run. You're under a dome. There's a computer making all your fucking decisions for okay, you. Okay, okay. I don't know if you remember the attitude towards sex in Logan's run, but it was, if you want to fuck, just fuck. And there, there's someone there that, like, it wasn't a rape thing. It was just, hey, we're all fucking. And the reason why... Because we all die at thirty, uh, and so get it in. I, I I know I shouldn't be smiling at that, <laughs> but come on. But then you kind of know you, you you wake up. You're born into a world where you're going to make no mistakes. You always know what the weather's going to be. You're going to have a solid ten to fifteen years of just fucking nonstop. Yeah, and then you're out. And then you're out. I mean, is that is that so bad? Uh, like that that's a rock star's life without the work yeah, that's yeah not, that basically. sounds like a, or or dying of heroin overdose right right yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds like a pretty drop the mic society I that does say. i'm gonna have to agree with that i mean sure it got a little oppressive at times <laughs> but that's just because some fucking spoil sports weren't happy about dying at 30 <laughs> well you it's know, like I, shit's not gonna get better than when it was <laughs> when you were in your 20s in the logan's run universe i yeah. mean you know what if they raised it to 60 in this universe people would sign up for that in droves absolutely in droves. hang out hang out till my next pick ed greer <laughs> oh yeah because <laughs> if dying at 30 is not your thing <laughs> i have an alternative coming up <laughs> oh good you <laughs> suffer until you're 90 <laughs> okay is it my turn yeah. yeah logan's run that's my pick okay this one I gotta say, this is a this is a, as dark as I'm gonna go. Westworld, Westworld, 
Ooh. I don't know much about this, but it does seem like a dark fucking universe well, to well, live in. Well, Westworld. But, go ahead. Got, what, got, what are you going to say? But it doesn't have to be. Right. And I, I think that would be my point of being in Westworld. Westworld is like, it's basically this world where we don't really know in the present series what the geopolitical situation really is, but we do know that people, people of a certain amount of wealth are permitted to go to this place with all these automatons, these robots that look like people, and they can fuck them, they can kill them, they can they can uh, program themselves to have an adventure, almost like Total Recall, but with real physical things. Yeah, you know, you can you can program an adventure where you and you and it's like a like it, Red Dead Redemption, but you're in your body and there's real shit to interact with, you know. And uh, so so you can go be a cowboy, you can go be a rustler, you can go do whatever you want. And me personally, uh, again, it's a world where I'm not gonna die. I'm in these fake adventures, yeah. shooting people's heads off. I can be a I could be a Native American scalping a white man one day. I can, you know, I can or just fucking a robot who yeah. wants to fuck you because they're programmed to want to fuck you. I, I wouldn't do the sex stuff. Yeah, you would. I I, th- I would. You know what? I'm not down with sex robots. I don't really right want to shoot anybody. I'm not, I'm not down with sex robots right now. What if you shot a sex robot? No, I wouldn't feel good about that either. Like yeah, in a horror like... movie, you catch someone fucking a sex robot, you shoot them. Lesson learned, motherfuckers. I mean, and then I just... the sex robot wants to fuck you because it starts to think and you saved it. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh, see, but that's the thing. Like Westworld is, is like a direct commentary on amusement parks. And Michael Crichton has a big theme throughout all his work of amusement parks. He yeah. wrote Jurassic Park. He wrote... Is that, uh, who, is that he who wrote, wrote yeah, Jurassic Park? He, yeah, Michael Crichton. He wrote, and directed, <laughs> he wrote and directed Westworld as a movie in the fucking 70s. Oh, that's right. Oh, and yeah. he ended up writing uh, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and all that shit. So the bottom line is he likes uh, amusement parks. And all I'm saying is at amusement parks, people have accidents. So all I'm saying is I would shoot people, I would rustle, I would stab fuckers and shit. I'd have those kind of adventures with the danger settings off. But I would be scared that a robot would flip out and rip my dick off if I fucked one. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be that one amusement that park makes casualty that everybody talked about. Like now, keep now make sure that you don't turn the settings up to eleven, or she'll jack your dick off so much you'll rip it off. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I would I wouldn't want to be that guy. So that's why I wouldn't do the sex stuff. But I would do all the violent shit. Off. I would do so much violent shit that I would know I'd be a peaceful person in my regular life. You know, I think I'd hope I could get it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a good pick, Ron. What do you got next? We are powering through these. I like that. I'm gonna go with Doctor Who. Doctor Who. As obviously a... Uh, Someone likes to be chased by mailboxes. Well, I mean, the one problem... Yeah, all, the, all those adventures are intense, but I love the idea of being able to go to a bunch of different planets, a bunch of different times, and really learn about everything that you could be learning about. The adventure part, not so keen on. In in really in reality, in mm-hmm. my in my pretend brain, I go, I would love to be on adventures, but let's be real. If I had a bunch of murderous robots chasing me all, all the right. time, I think I'm going to be stressed out. And I'm a pretty <laughs> calm dude, but that's stressful. But I really would love the idea of being able to go back in time and really experience what you know whatever was happening at the time and really learn uh, about like alien cultures and other crazy cool stuff like that. So, so just the time travel aspect is yeah. what you like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'd be real selfish with my time travel. I don't think I'd have any adventures. You know. Yeah, if I could avoid adventures, I would rather just go learn really cool stuff. But you know, I bet you profiting from knowing the future would be harder than you think, unless you did something very obvious, like play the lottery or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, cause yeah. like uh, let's say you buy a steel factory when steel is like rare or whatever the fuck, and there was four steel factories. Well, what if you leave and come back to the future and your steel factory went out of business because some asshole took over it in the 70 years that it took you to come back to the future? Like, how the fuck do you know that whatever type of investment you did is going to pan the fuck out with other people managing it? 
You, yeah, you have to constantly be. micromanage your I wouldn't past. be doing any of that. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, that's what, you, that's what you have to do unless you, you know. I just show my ID and get free food everywhere. Have either of you watched Future Man yet? I haven't. Somebody recommended no. that to me. I, thought, that I like it a lot. And that happens in Future Man. They keep going back and thinking they did the thing that they needed to fix the future, and then it just fucks something else up. So they oh, yeah. go back to a different Which point. Which is like butterfly effect and everything yeah. that has ever happened with time travel. And it's actually, in theory, the total correct truth. Because once you've changed something, you could change... You know, like Flashpoint Paradox talks about it. Like, he saves his mom, and now, like, everything's all fucked up. Right. The Flash. He's talking about the Flash. The Flash saves his mom, and it fucks everything up. His origin story is his mom got killed. And so, when he learns how to run fast enough to go back in time, one of the first things, or not one of the first things, but he ends up running back in time and saving, his mom, saving his mom. But that fucks everything up in the whole universe. So, it's uh, like, I say, Thomas, yeah, I say, Thomas Wayne is yeah. Batman, and he kills folks. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's a real fucked up future. So, yeah, I could dig that. All right. It's my turn again. So, like I was saying, if you're uncomfortable with mandatory death at the age (laughs) of 30, perhaps I could sell you on mandatory death at the age of 61 in the This Perfect Day universe. It is my favorite book. It's written by Ira Levin. It's one of only two books he wrote that was never made into a movie. It is basically Logan's run. Uh, At 61. yeah, but you you die a little bit older. There's still a computer that this is this is one of those books that I read it and through the whole thing I'm like why are you motherfuckers this unhappy? Right. Because yeah, you can't go everywhere you want all the time, but also <laughs> they're just scanners that you can just ignore and like fucking pass if you want. Like it was the least uh Oppressive, oppressive yeah, society. like the least dystopian, dystopian future. The computer seemed cool, had a f- <laughs> fun name, Uni. I just imagine everyone's British in that book, even though they're clearly not. People freak out about any time where you take away any amount of freedom. Right. It's like like libertarians who are like, just leave me alone and leave all my money alone and leave me alone. <laughs> That's oh. how I feel libertarians say things, by the way. Yeah, but, and never mind the fact that your business, nine times out of ten, if these motherfuckers are fur trappers or something, you could be libertarian if you're a fur trapper and you live in the fucking woods. Right, right. But if you're an investment banker, you cannot be a libertarian because your fucking money comes from the society that you claim to eschew. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just fucking There's funny. a lot of that. You get to drive on... on on fucking streets, and guess what happens if there's no taxes? There's no fucking streets, guys. That's right. None of them. Road enjoy, enjoy trying <laughs> Road to do comics. anything. But yeah, this perfect day, it's basically like the the retirement version of Logan's Run, mm. where you're still... I, I'm telling you, I like the idea of a central computer that's just like, now nah, this is what you should do, yeah. because uh, I know what you're capable of and what... Because that's going to save a lot of people a lot of stress. You know how many fewer <laughs> comics we would have in Los Angeles? Oh, yeah. That sounds like a stay-in-your-lane machine. Like, it is. Hey, man, stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of stand-up in, yeah. in that. I need, I need people future. passing through that machine on their way to L.A. so it can divert them to the in-and-out <laughs> lane and not the stand-up stand comedy lane. <laughs> don't you hate that we get a bunch of free food and have to pass scan? This is not funny. This is not. There's no punchline. My life is great. Yeah. It's, it's it's a great book though. I fucking love this perfect day. Well, uh, Everyone should read well, that it. sounds I like just, I put it down to to go check out later. Well, what are the ones that I almost put down? We talk about dystopian futures. Uh, I almost put down 
Starship Troopers as a as a Ooh. as a as a sci-fi universe I wanted to I'm, live in. I'm, I'm reading rereading that book right now. Oh yeah, I read it. It, it. It's funny how like Johnny Rico in the book just lucks through all the battles. Basically, yep. he's just like barely hanging on. Because and that's like how a lot of soldiers feel. Yeah. You know, if you ask soldiers, time. you know, they're like, oh, was I the Punisher or was I a dude barely living? Yeah. They'll they'll say I was a dude barely living if they read yeah. the shit. Normally they'll say something like that. And I almost did my Takeshi Kovacs novels where uh, basically a guy gets. A uh, basically, they come up with being able to put your brain, your essence, uh, who you are on a chip, and then they have bodies that you can just put your chip into, and so you accumulate knowledge. You just consistently keep accumulating knowledge and information. Also, though, like if you're poor, you don't get great bodies, <laughs> mm. or your your chip can't come out for a certain amount of time. So you know, like a bunch of other. Terrible ah, shit restrictions happens. but the part about like being able to build up your brain but i didn't want to do that one just thought it was too uh obscure because i think he only has two books ed. <laughs> ed what's your next pick uh mine is suitably obscure and i don't give a shit it is ninja scroll yeah. the ninja classic scroll yeah the classic uh anime by uh yoshiaki kawajiri and no i'm not trying to sound smart by the name of these people's stupid names and shit but it just that's how it comes in my head but he also is a nerd so he knows all of these sure. people's names but dude but also i gotta say i don't really fucks with anime and i know that might piss maybe some of your audience off some of your audience would be like yeah fuck yeah that shit is weird but like a lot of the stories are weird and stupid frankly and very culturally specific to japan and I don't like it. You just called Japanese people <laughs> stupid. No, I called no, them, no, no. That's no. what you said. You said, "Hey, hey, you know, if their you stories like, are stupid, if you like, and they're Bob, from Japan. <laughs> hey, guess what? If you like Bob Newhart, you're not going to the Def Jam show. It's fine. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. I guess. That's and so true. all, all I'm saying is, uh, I, I, Ninja Scroll is an anime where there's a guy uh, named Jubei, and he's like a Ronin, like samurai, and it's in like the Edo era or some shit. And he's roaming the countryside, just kind of looking for gold and shit. And he has this past and all this kind of jazz. But the bottom line is, he runs into these uh, eight devils of Kimon. And they're basically a gang. And all these, this gang is just a bunch of ninja dudes who concentrated on one discipline so much that it became like a superpower. Like one guy concentrated on it being so hardcore that he can make his body into stone. And one dude concentrated on being so stealthy that he can literally walk through shadows. And one chick concentrated on being so deadly that she can have, she's like she has snakes. She can like control snakes and all this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like it because if I was gonna live in a universe where I could just concentrate on something for a while and get a superpower, I'd like to live there. You well, know what do you, what do you think your superpower would be? Being able to eat stuff? Uh, oh, okay, Ron. Okay, Ron. Okay, Ron. Oh, oh, smoking weed. Yeah, would your special power be in getting Cheetos dust off your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> but any, anyway, uh, absolutely, and, and, uh, and metabolizing Mountain Dew. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, but I, I losing think, my teeth. <laughs> I'd want to be. I'd want to be. Um, I want to be. I would concentrate on being a, a, probably a great fighter or yeah. a super great strategist. Ooh. Either one of those seem to be very valuable in that world. You yeah, know? like a think ahead of, like yeah. a think forty moves like, ahead strategist. Like I, I concentrate probably on being like Karnak from Marvel Comics. I know you're not trying to be a nerd, Adams. You're so cool, but there's a guy. <laughs> but there's a dude nerd. in Marvel in Marvel Comics called Karnak that can basically see the flaw in anything. So he's like the type of dude who can like karate chop like. Something you're not supposed to be able to karate chop, and he karate chops right through it because he uh, hit it right at that point that it was its weakest or whatever. I concentrate on some ninja power like that. Mace Windu could do that in the book. Does that, ex- shatter, shatter does that extend to like, like 
psychological flaws? Like, does he just meet someone and know, oh, like, oh, yeah. here's, here's he's really self conscious about his if I, men- <laughs> if, I mention his, if I mention his mom, I'm, I've already yeah, won this game. Yeah, because I want that. I want yeah, that power. Yeah. That would be pretty dope. I argued hard yeah. for Kilgrave's mind control on an episode yeah, we, about I remember that, superpowers. and we all thought you were real fucking creepy. People were not. <laughs> You don't know what I'm going to use it for, <laughs> dude. Yeah, maybe, maybe I would just make people. I would make like business people feed me grapes, like CEOs. I'd make them go yeah. down to the store and like feed me grapes in their in their office, and then just leave. Burger King's <laughs> not doing breakfast all day. Maybe I would just use it for that. Yeah, now they are. Well, yeah, maybe I want a croissant which at two thirty in the afternoon. Dude, hypnotize that would Subway. Be really good. Dude, hypnotize Subway into buying Jersey Mike's quality stuff, oh, but see? still charging Subway prices. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're, yeah. you're almost. You just sold me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the fat man. If you do it with good things. <laughs> the fat man lawyer in <laughs> me. Could you, could you resist doing bad things? Is the question. I uh, guess we'll find out when I have that mind. <laughs> nice. All right, Ron. What's your next pick? Mine's also an anime. It's Dragon Ball uh, Z. Uh, slash Dragon Ball, slash Dragon Ball Super, but not Dragon Ball GT. Let's be clear. No, <laughs> fuck no. Yeah. See, this is That's where I. This nightmare. is where I get to call nerd and like just. <laughs> 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 so, don't I have a basketball game to well, watch? And again, I think this comes with a caveat that you have to be um, powerful enough to like really have a good time fighting. What doesn't everyone in that? I don't know. I don't know. Anything not everybody. About, not everybody is that strong. Krillin gets his ass kicked a lot, but he always contributes. So. Oh, good for you, Krillin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it'd be pretty dope to be able to fly one, uh, and, and uh, they have time machines, uh, and you go to different planets, and you kick people's asses who are bad guys. So they can fly and punch hard, and yeah, they can punch food. through like, and they can send like like energy blasts that can blow up a whole planet. So what's a regular person do in that world though? Like, what if you had? Oh, to if be you're a regular, regular person, person, that I mean, you have to hope that they don't fight near your city. <laughs> Oh, I also thought about being uh, in Godzilla or the Monster Universe, but then I figured, what are you going to, you know? Well, there is one thing that's pretty cool about can't be Godzilla. Dragon Ball is Capsule Corp, uh, Capsule Corp, and they have, like, they can just basically make everything at, with this capsule. You throw it down, it has food in it. You throw it down, it has a house in it. You throw it down, it has a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Oh, that sounds like uh, one of Adam's picks. Yeah, I'm just watching the comments. Eventually, the comments just devolve into them arguing with each other about nonsense i was looking to see if anyone had any comments about the the pick so far and they don't it's fine my next pick listen this is going to be controversial i know i've been picking some some bummers so far in terms of places to live mm. and this Jeez. this isn't going to uh make that any better uh i want to live in the hunger games universe <laughs> And people are like, what? You want to see kids fight to the death every year? No, I want to see it every week. I want regional Hunger Games <laughs> that, that build up to a national Hunger Games. I want. I definitely want to see that. So the yes. championships of Hunger, hunger Games. Like, really. Here's the thing. Every dystopia eventually boils down to population control. Yeah. And man, yeah. what better way than just having your kids fucking fight to the death just a draft. Are you even and planning like, on having kids? Uh, I have a kid now. He's too old to fight in the Hunger Games, oh. unfortunately. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> but, <laughs> I didn't know uh, you had a kid. There's, there's a, Congratulations. Always, 
Thank you. Mazel tov. But there's just that congratulations. That's like one congratulation, yeah. not multiple congratulations. <laughs> one congratulation. But you you get that I'm old. My kid is like in his twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, too old to fight in the Hunger Games unless he fought once and won and then could go back as a legacy. Which, yeah, he could be Woody yeah, Harrelson. Yeah, I would be fine with that too because <laughs> then I have a fucking war hero for a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like either way, if you live in the Hunger Games universe, you're going to have one of two outcomes with 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 your kid. You're either going to have your kid come home a fucking hero, or you're going to shed a lot of fucking responsibility (laughs) in one simple weekend. Like, you'll look up and see that beacon, and for a minute, your heart's going to break, but then you're going to be like, bread's also very expensive in this universe, (laughs) and there's more of it for me now, and maybe I can go have another kid that will fight more valiantly in the future. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, I think Hunger Games is also a world with no... uh, Nobody's gluten-free in that world. You know what I mean? Like right. Everybody's got to eat the bread. Eat the fucking bread. Yeah. There's Nobody, no, you know. no bitching. So that's, a, that's kind of a trade-off. One thing I was going to say is I think we're living sort of a, a, a microcosm of Hunger Games in that obviously Hunger Games is a commentary on our society. I'm not going to go there. What I'm saying is like I was watching Survivor. I've gotten into Survivor a whole bunch, and I was like, oh, my God. This is the perfect tool to indoctrinate society. First of all, it shows all these people who don't have the creature comforts. So you're looking at these people who are starving. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're homeless. We don't give a fuck about homeless people, but for some, for some reason, a pretty blonde girl is laying on a rock in the wind on a reality show. And we're like, oh, our heart goes out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I care and, about homeless people. And they're slashing, people's, they're slashing each other's throats, metaphorically, for this million-dollar prize. Yeah. Which seems like what kind of a lot of people are doing. That's how a lot of people no, seem to spend wrong. their time. So it's like this weird, perfect microcosm. And, the, and it's so addictive to me. I love it. it they'll, they'll have se- I've watched seasons and seasons and seasons of Survivor. Yeah. I've never watched tw- one. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's like a, the, the, the Real Housewives or something, but they have a goal. I've never watched that either. <sighs> yeah, you're so I'm watching cool. Supernatural, you're so dude. fucking... Oh, you're watching Supernatural with the rest of the girls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the, the one time I went to the convention, there were 500 women and eight gay dudes and, Ron. and me. And there was a dance, and guess who all the ladies danced with? The gay dudes? Yeah. yeah actually, you're right. They dance better than me, let's be honest. Ed, what's your last pick? Okay, I really thought long and hard about this one, and I really want this one to be... I'm going to fight hard for this, okay? Okay. Motherfucking... Dinotopia. Because <laughs> straight up, I, I've always seen... <laughs> I've always seen the books in like books. Remember when bookstores existed? I used to just sit in there with the homeless people and read books sometimes. Yeah, I do. I would read... I would look at the Dinotopia books and there'd be like 70 beautiful paintings of like a town hall and a bunch of like... People are sitting on dinosaurs waiting to go to the store and <laughs> shit. This is by far the funniest. <laughs> it's fucking insane. What I'm saying is, in that world, some fucking stupid way, dinosaurs and people totally get along. It's a symbiotic relationship. They're kind of like horses or dogs or cats or something. And they're fucking dinosaurs. So you can possibly, you know, kick it with it. I don't think they have tyrannosaurs and shit like yeah, that. You kick it with a brontosaur. Yeah. Or you could fly on the back of a friendly pterodon or whatever. You know, yeah. Pterodactyl. Or an unfriendly one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't think that it's kind of like that. Uh, how to train your dragon shit. Oh, They're yeah. all pretty chill. They're all pretty chill. That's yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind chill living, ass dinosaurs living amongst chill dinosaurs. Living among just good boy and girl dinosaurs, just mm-hmm. chilling. Good puppies. 
Yeah, exactly. So I mean, right. you I'm sorry, you can't beat that. You, you want to roll be, over, uh, Brontosaurus? Oh, that was my house. <laughs> <laughs> and this, uh, I think, this is my best pick, honestly, because I think it makes the most sense. We were talking a bit about it a little bit mm. on the right over Star Trek: Next Generation. Ah, yeah. Um, just because everything is great, it doesn't even matter where you're at. I wouldn't want to be part of the Federation. I would say that uh, because yeah. you don't, you don't want to go on the adventures on this one. This is the one where you want to be like. In a city on Earth, just getting food that is made perfectly through a like a, a transport beam, um, going to whatever not job you have because you don't need it because you have <laughs> there's no money in existence. You just get to kick it with your family and your friends and and everybody's pretty happy. Uh, How do people get an apartment though? You don't. Yeah. It's, it's it's just an apartment that you go into and you live in. Yeah, where do they? Where does it come from? Yeah, you make it with space magic. See, that's not space true. magic. No, it's probably people who make. <laughs> it's people who still make it and stuff. But well, that's what know. I'm saying. It's just like in a world where nobody has to work. Who it's f- prisoners, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's almost no prisoners. <laughs> wow, happy. way to make it real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, you gotta be on the holodeck. Dissidents, things like so that. So if you want adventure, <laughs> yeah. kids, you, you kids. go on the holodeck, but nothing bad happens. You just uh, have a good uh, time. Oh, races that we say aren't intelligent enough. Ah, yeah, <laughs> you know, we just gotta. Hey, this thing isn't even sentient, but it's building <laughs> these buildings and. Yeah. We're referring specifically to Samoans. <laughs> <laughs> I just what? chose a specific weird That's funny. thing to be racist. <laughs> yeah, okay. F- Finnish Finnish people. people specifically. <laughs> Don't trust them. Star Trek Next Generation. That's yep. a good pick. All right. My last pick. Uh, I've been going mostly dystopias. And this one low-key is also, but not <laughs> really. That's the Jetsons. Mm. Because talk about a sci-fi universe where everything works. Yeah. Like they, they, you never hear the Jetsons complaining about their goddamn technology and machinery. Right. They want a steak. They hit a button. It comes fucking flying out a door in the side <laughs> of their kitchen. You got robots that still wear maid uniforms. I like that. But it, <laughs> it's it, a good one. Uh, and are from Brooklyn for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I don't know if either of you have ever, have you ever heard the theory that the Jetsons is actually Earth after a nuclear attack, and that's why everything's above. Yeah, ground. that's why everything's above ground. But they're oh. not, like not really in space. Like it's, yeah, like they're, it's yeah, just, they're yeah. not. Yeah, there's not a single piece of ground in that whole show. Yeah. Huh. And that like that gives me hope that if we, you know, if Earth gets annihilated and we're like, oh, where are we going to find another planet? We're like, no, just go fucking 50 feet up or so. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ground was lame anyway. We're in the sky now. This is amazing. Although yeah. I got to say, I, I always have a problem with any any time in the sci-fi future where there are flying cars mm-hmm. because we can't do traffic on the ground. Yeah. Traffic in the sky. Are you fucking but there's kidding more, me? There's more Not using your blinker when you could fall out of the sky? <laughs> there's more room in the sky, though. I mean, arguably. Like, if, you're, like if someone's going to hit you from behind, you just fucking drop down and they go over the top. Well, I, guess yeah. if it's I got advanced, all this figured out, I guess man. if it's advanced technology enough. You got, and, and if you're going to be in the sky, you got to pretend that that's what would happen, right? Right. Well, okay. I mean, our, our space cars are going to be self-driving. Like there's no way. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the thing. I, this whole concept. That, that's why Star Trek is cool because you could turn on the autopilot or you can fly it yourself. Yeah. Because you're in real space. You How know? crazy would that be if when we finally get self-driving cars, they're also like, oh, and they fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this I don't is know. fun. There, there's still gonna be people who go like, who f- there'll be. 
I'm telling you, they'll they'll think it's a terrorist thing when somebody plows into a building. It'll be like, nah, this guy just hacked his car so he can drive it himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of these he asshole has no control. Yeah, these asshole muscle car guys where I gotta have a stick. One of those guys is gonna hack his car and slam it into a fucking building, being a dumbass. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the uh, the Jetsons. That is my last pick. I love it. So now we have to start cutting some shit. This is actually really hard. This is going to be kind of hard. Uh, well, I, I volunteer. Part of the criteria is uh, places where it's there's too much there's too much extra bullshit for you to be like a, a comfortable person in that world. You know what I mean? Like you'd have to come up with all these reasons why. Hey, well, I have to be this guy or I have to hey, be that guy. Shut the fuck up. You know, like, choose, a, choose a thing. Uh, so we're just cutting Ron's entire list except Star Trek. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's do it. let's get real Survivor on it. We're gonna vote him out. We got the numbers. Alliance. That's cool. I understand. Alliance. I understand you guys don't like losing. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, the first one I would nominate along those. I mean, Star Wars is number two coming down the pike. But the yeah, first yeah. one I would do is Th- Snowpiercer. I would not want to be on a fucking train. You motherfucker. We never- had an alliance. <laughs> But as part of Survivor, I had to backstab you. Yeah. And when you least expected it. So right off the bat. This is not the tribal council I was expecting. (laughs) This is not the tribal council you're looking for? (laughs) Ron, what are you going to cut? God, man, this is hard. I mean, you know, I feel like, to be fair, I should uh, do something from Ed's list, but that's not what I want to (laughs) do. Wow, you're going to attack another one of Adam's picks in his own house? I know. He's got an attack dog. He's the a, cutest attack a, a dog. A nice, the best puppy. A nice, beautiful She's puppy. That's definitely the not best an puppy. It's dog. amazing. But actually, I think I am going to attack, um, <laughs> attack attack Ed. And I'm going to go with, can't believe I'm saying this because it is a great show, but Rick and Morty. Ah. Yeah. I just, sounds like a bad time. I got to be drunk all the time, throwing up on myself. <laughs> or be dragged along by a drunk person. Yeah. Yeah. But you get to be drunk all the time. That's cool. Yeah, Ron's not into substances. Yeah. Um, I am going to cut Ninja Scroll because I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I figured that was coming, and I feel I, I feel like it's not going to win. It's not going to win. So even though it is excellent, I'm actually doing you a favor, Ed. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Ed, what do you cut next? Okay, I have to cut. Uh, I think I got to cut Logan's Run, man. Who wants to die at thirty? motherfuckers who've been fucking since they were 12 every day well uh, i i mean i i can't relate to being fucked out (laughs) for some reason (laughs) that's not gonna sway me oh you're so wrong (laughs) what are you 27 do you not know what life gets like Uh, after 30 oh trust me uh it's it's getting there but i'm fighting it with every fiber of my being (laughs) ron what are you gonna cut i gotta cut i gotta cut out the hunger games Wow. Damn, this is an assassination. Yeah, I, it I didn't sure plan, is. I didn't plan this. It's sad, man. You got so many dystopias, man. Uh, yeah, I want to I'm going to cut what of Ron should I cut? Uh, uh probably the Matrix or Star Wars. I mean, the, I don't know. You you're into the battery culture. Yeah, uh, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to cut Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, that's a good one too. It's not a bad cut. Fuck anime. What? You heard me. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> All right, so Big Meek is doing the save. Let's see. Rick and Morty is slightly overrated. I, I kind of uh, agree. I mean, I love Rick and Morty, but I don't tune into Rick and Morty expecting my mind to be blown. I expect When people's minds are blown by Rick and Morty, it's like you've never seen a sci-fi anything, or 
you yeah. love kind of lazy parody. Like you yeah. love it. You exalt sort of lazy parody. There's a lot of that. I feel that way with, uh, have you seen American Vandal? Mm-mm. Oh, I've heard about that though. And I feel like that's the same thing where right. just because it's a parody of something, people are like, this is the greatest thing. And yeah. it's, Dumb. And it's I do dumb agree with, and poorly acted. And I do agree with Maddie P that uh, uh, this direct quote is not bad, but it's not great by any stretch of the imagination. And it's uh, and this you know fans are overrated. Big Meek, uh, are you ever going to save anything? Or our fans are oh, unbearable. The fans of Rick and Morty, like hardcore fans, the ones that dress up as Rick and Morty and shit like that, they're mostly unbearable, and they mostly think that they're Rick for some reason. Yeah. Ah, oh, Big Meek saving games. the Hunger Games. Ah, there you go. Goddamn right. That's a terrible say, but okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry you don't want any entertainment in your dystopian future. No, no, I'd love entertainment. I'd just like it to not be kids getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking lame over here. <laughs> what, what, are you a libtard? <laughs> I mean, jeez. You could make that argument. Ooh, yeah. I mean, your heart's bleeding all over me. All right, the poll is up. We're going to leave it up for, how long should we leave this poll up? It's on our Facebook Live group, I don't which can- is... 47 minutes. Yeah, we'll leave the poll up for about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, uh, facebook.com slash group slash unpops live. Go there. I will put the link in the comments. Hey, there's six people who want to join your group. They did not provide their Patreon email when they signed up. You sons of bitches. They uh, don't get shit from me. (laughs) Uh, You got to do Patreon, guys. Get on the Patreon. Tell your friends. All right. We're going to leave the poll up for two minutes. Cool. Let's see how it's, see what we got for early results. I'm not going to vote because no one has their phone, so they can't vote. Or if, yeah, if your phones are on airplane mode, you can't vote. They're on airplane mode. Uh, wow, Star Trek taking the early lead. It's a fun, it's a fun universe to live in. It really is the the kind of universe where you're like, oh, my life is good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. It's peaceful. I think people need to recognize how great the Jetsons universe would be. I, I actually like agree with not, that, too. The Jetsons is not I mean, happening right but now. But you know what? You I wouldn't think, have a great job at the Jetsons, though. Well, I, I also think that people people would miss not uh, your work being just pushing buttons. I mean, that's what we've been reduced to in real life. But at the same time, and also like food, like uh, to, to be a big fat man about it. I don't want to – if I could eat a pill that made me feel like I ate a whole meal and had the taste in the mouth of a steak or something, then, yeah, I'd roll yeah. with that. That'd be dope, yeah. you know? But the experience of eating – Again, that's just, another reason I like Star Trek because literally whatever meal you get is the perfect version of that meal. Exactly. Yeah. I just – I like that that in the Jetsons universe, it seems like there's been some insane catastrophe, but that we figured it out. And now we're just kind of back to... And now we're back to this 50s existence. Yeah. You know, with like housewives and shit. Like, yeah. And no, no, you don't have to forage for food anymore. Just put this fucking dress on and live in this sky castle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. I, I, uh, Although I'm the sure women again? can work too. <laughs> can you throw the poll up again? I want to see... Um, Where are we at? We're going to refresh. Jetsons we have, are doing really well. We have 30 seconds left on the poll. Uh, oh, Jetsons, Jetsons doing great. Kicked, kicked it into overdrive. Jetsons shit. killing it. Hunger Games in the top five. Everyone wants to see kids fight just as much as I do. (laughs) Who doesn't want to see that? Yeah, I mean, personally, I think I might pick Star Wars, I mean, Star Trek, The Next Generation. Just because, yeah, like like Ron explained, you could be an average motherfucker and live a great life. And you're probably a genius. Unless you live. As compared to what would exist now. Yeah, yeah. He was explaining it really great. Oh, no, it's just like uh, the, the amount of education. Maybe not the amount of pure smarts. 
yeah. the amount of education you have is killing Galileos right now. Yeah, like the, the average like the person, average person today. Yeah, is killing Galileo. So, uh, but but in education, not in smarts, most right. likely. All right, the uh, poll is done. Yeah, here are the Fucking results. Jetsons. Jetsons wins the first time I've lost on. Uh, <laughs> First time I've lost on ListCast. I'm a little sad, but number you know. five, The Hunger Games. Number I, four, Star Wars. Yeah. Number three, Westworld. Number two, Star Trek: The Next Generation. And number one, The Jetsons. <laughs> Meet I the Jetsons. It. It's been a while since I've won ListCast. I feel like so. This yeah. is good. This feels good. I've hey. won every time I've been on. Dinotopia in the top six. <laughs> yeah, Dinotopia did better. Take than- them where you got them. Did better than I expected. Doctor Who <laughs> Nobody wanted to well. be a G.I. Joe. They was like, I don't Man. want any rhyming black One. dudes with M60s <laughs> and ninja <laughs> white boys <laughs> and like Native Americans with eagles on their shoulders. I don't want to kick it with these dudes. Fuck One this. one random military dude probably <laughs> voted for G.I. Joe. Doctor Who didn't get a lot of votes. The Matrix. I feel like you just went the wrong direction with Matrix. You should have went relaxation. Yeah. And then people would be like, oh, because you're just in a hot bath. The whole time. <laughs> well, there is the cool part of the Matrix, which is learning everything through a fucking. Yeah, that I know. Yeah, cool that yeah. I but, know computer programming. I know how to jerk off really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this was fun. We should wrap it up. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Uh, mostly, I mean, you can uh, check me out at uh, Ed Greer Destroys on all social media. I even have a Deviant Art account where you can see my drawings and stuff. Ed's a on really good artist. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, and do I, some of my drawings are on Instagram and Pinterest and a lot of different places. So Ed Greer Destroys and uh, yeah, Nerd Goat Podcast. Yeah, check out our podcast. Re- review it a little bit. We're doing a thing where if you get if we get up to fifty reviews, uh, we'll let people choose through something like this uh, poll here. Uh, what uh, character we're gonna do uh, next? Um, and uh, you yeah. know, you should do Katniss Everdeen. I'm sure <laughs> from we the could Hunger ha- Games. I'm sure we could get someone to do Katniss. Absolutely, <laughs> oh, that's a great that, idea. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. Would love to have someone on to talk about Katniss. Um, and uh, I'm Ron Swallow on all the social stuff. Uh, Dorky Swallow on Instagram, I think. Um, and uh, uh, I have a couple shows coming up. If you're in LA and uh, want to see comedy, I'm doing a thing called Crappy Christmas. Uh, and I'm uh, doing a show at a co-op. I don't know if other people are allowed at this co-op, though. I don't. I don't know. Like, like is that Whitney Melton show? Yeah, Whitney Melton show. Yeah, I want to get. I want to do that show on, on the seventeenth. So nice. Um, we have. When is this coming out? I don't know. I'm su- assuming it's coming out this month. So come to our live podcast December thirtieth at the Hollywood Hotel. It's going to be a performing under the influence podcast. Oh, oh yeah. We're going to come out and do stand up sober, and then we're going to get fucked up. And come back and do a podcast. Yeah, that's a great show. Uh, that'll that'll be a it'll be a good time. So come out to that Hollywood Hotel, uh, December thirtieth, nine p.m. It's free. You can't afford not to go. And uh, if you're listening to this live, come to the Darkest Hour tonight at eleven thirty p.m. Or come the uh, second Friday of every month, Westside Comedy Theater, Santa Monica, eleven thirty p.m. Nice, good times. Uh, people are debating if they're going to tune in for the next uh, list cast, Ooh. which is about musicals. Sliders <laughs> would have been great, by the way. Sliders Sli- would have been great, yeah. Colin. Well, yeah. Uh, well, if you slide into the right world, but that world full of fucking wasps that come out of your dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to slide over that, there. That's not a good world. Yeah, I don't want wasps at all. Especially if you're a lady and all of a sudden you have a dick. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and there's wasps coming out of it. Dude, Sliders did have a great episode where the, where women were in charge and the lascivious nature of how they were 
uh, I can't be offended by it. It was really yeah. great. Cool. It was great. Anyways. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Ed, say goodbye. Peace. Ron, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.